What Keeps You Up at Night is brought to you by the Plastics News Data Store. Download the new Thermoformers ranking today. This ranking of the 200 largest thermoforming companies contains nearly 400 plant locations, the end markets they serve, and what materials they use. Shop the Plastics News Data Store for dozens of rankings and lists, from mold makers to compounders, injection molders to blow molders. Explore the data store at plasticsnews.com data lists. Visit the Plastics News Data Store today. I'm Brennan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. This is What Keeps You Up at Night. My guest this week, Petra Kuhlman, Executive Director, Exhibitions at Messel Dusseldorf in Dusseldorf, Germany. If there's a person who knows the plastics exhibition industry better than Petra Kuhlman, well, I haven't met them. But Kuhlman, like all trade show organizers, is standing on pause today. She's waiting for exhibitions to begin again in Germany as the pandemic, and now the vaccine rollout, takes its time to unroll globally. Yet silver linings prevail. From Messel Dusseldorf's new partnership in Colombia, to China and Russia hosting exhibitions, to renovations at Messel Dusseldorf's German fairgrounds. Even the Dusseldorf Soccer Stadium, a familiar sight to all K-Show attendees, serves as a vaccine center today. And with companies signing up to exhibit at K in October of 2022, Kuhlman and her team are ready and waiting. It's March 1st. What keeps you up at night begins now. Petra Kuhlman is on the line from Dusseldorf, Germany. Hi, Petra. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Brennan. Um, lovely to, to hear from you. And I'm really, and thanks a lot for having me. You're so welcome. It's great to speak to you. I know this is the first time we've spoken for, for many months, and I believe the first time we've spoken since your promotion to the board of directors at Messel Dusseldorf. Congratulations. You're the first woman in this role. How wonderful. Correct. Thank you so much, Brennan. Very kind of you. Well-earned, well-earned. I understand you have a new partnership in Colombia. Can you tell me about this? And what does this mean for Messel Dusseldorf? Well, you know, we have these uh, global portfolios uh, for uh, various industry sectors, and we are constantly working on the expansion of these global portfolios. And um, for and this time, it, it's uh, the global portfolio plus for plastics and rubber that is um, taking the step and the first step into South America. Colombia is one of the fastest growing markets for plastic there and with this partnership we have we start our first venture into the Latin American market so for us it's an important step to welcome Colombia Plus in our global gate portfolio for trade fairs for plastics and rubber and we, we are really excited about it. I'll bet uh, when is the first show for that uh, is it this year scheduled or is it scheduled for next year? Well, it was scheduled for last year. Initially, Colombia Plus should have happened 20, in 2020 and was postponed to 2021. And that's why we are at the moment. I see. Very good. Now, as you mentioned, you have partnerships throughout the globe for plastics and rubber. 
I'm curious to know, I'm sure the listeners are as well. Have you and your partners in any part of the globe hosted any plastics related shows of late? Well, actually, you know, the last trade fair before the lockdown in March 2020 was a plastic show, one of our plastic shows. It's called Plus Print Park in Algeria. And we in- returned on March 12th from that show from Algiers just before air-, air traffic to Europe was suspended and before the first lockdown. Since then, the only show in Düsseldorf that we have been able to organize was Caravan Salon in September. And overseas, we have organized some shows successfully in China. Mm-hmm. When it comes to our global gate portfolio for plastics and rubber, all of our own shows and partner shows have been postponed, starting with China Plus for April 2020, then Plastics and Rubber Vietnam for November 2020, Ara Plus that was supposed to happen in January 2021, and Plus India for February 2021. So, um, therefore, we are at the moment very much looking forward to China Plus that will take place in Shenzhen in uh, April this year in the new Shenzhen World Venue. Wow. Okay. So, April. Is your expectation to travel to China in April? Uh, we have a show ourselves in China in July, and uh, that yeah. is yeah one of the discussions we're having. Yeah, um, so are we as... Um, the uh, restrictions on visa, the restrictions on for for travelers uh, with uh, quarantine of, of two weeks or so, it's very, very difficult. So we have an official German participation at China Plus this year, but uh, most of the exhibitors also will send um, people from their offices in China. Yeah. And uh, so we also will work with our subsidiary, uh, Messe Düsseldorf, Shanghai, and uh, they will send colleagues to support uh, the organization. But I'm I'm not too sure. We would love to go to Shenzhen, but mm. I'm not too sure if we will be able to because of the restrictions I've mentioned before. It's difficult at the moment. Right. No, that makes it complete sense. When you think about the fairgrounds there in Dusseldorf, this may require, you know, only your best guesswork, but uh, when do you expect to host your first in-person show? Do you, do you think one will happen in 21 or are your eyes fixed on 2022? Well, of course we hope that we will have shows in 2021. Well, due to the still high numbers of infections, Uh, and the continued difficult travel situation, various state and federal government decisions, according to which the holding of trade fairs continues to be prohibited for the time being, we have been forced to call off our own trade fairs in Dusseldorf until May. These shows will be held again in line with the next planned editions. And with this move, we wanted to give our customers and partners the biggest planning certainty possible for 2021. But um, in China... Business has already picked up again. Last year, from July 2020, our subsidiary Mercedes of Shanghai successfully organized six trade fairs with mm. altogether more than 3,200 exhibitors and 160,000 trade visitors. The cycle was kicked off by, by the Occupational Safety and Health Good Expo. And then we had um, the retail trade fair, C-Star, Wire and Tube China, All in Print China, mm. and ProWine China as well. And now, just today, I mean, between February 22 and 25th, 
our colleagues in Moscow are organizing their fashion show, yeah. CPM, that is successfully running with a high, at Expo Center in Moscow with a high number of international fashion brands and good visitor interest. We've just seen pictures today. So in some areas of the world, like China and Russia, the exhibition industry is, is in a restart and rebound. For Europe, we are still hoping and working on solutions to have shows here even in 21. Wow. A fashion show. That sounds like a lot of fun in Moscow. Yeah, definitely. But <laughs> in Moscow, it's also very, very cold at the moment. Yeah. And of course, there, <laughs> there are travel restrictions as well. As well. So there are not so, um, a lot of international um, uh, representatives of the brands there uh, uh, were able to join the show in person. But yeah. It's 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 lovely to see you know to get pictures and and videos from a show floor that is really successfully running and it's it's exciting to to have these messages from abroad. Indeed, indeed, yeah. We didn't realize how lucky we were when we were at our own shows or at other shows before the the pandemic. Yeah. So Petra. When, when we do return, uh, whether it's in Dusseldorf or, or other places, what safety precautions do you think will be in place um, at most venues? What should you know visitors and exhibitors expect when they walk in the door, whenever that might be? Well, you know, when, I, um, when we look at Dusseldorf, uh, we have developed a comprehensive hygiene and infection protection concept based on the Corona Protection Ordinance of the State of North Rhine Westphalia in order to make physical treatments possible. So we saw here, we saw caravans along held with uh, over 100,000 visitors as the first major German trade fair after the lockdown in spring. And later on, there was a guest event um, that also saw 30,000 participants here in September on our premises. Hmm. With this, we have shown that successful traces are possible under the greatest possible protection for all participants, even in COVID times. And wherever shows are happening at the moment, being in China or in Russia, of course, there are certain measures to be taken, all um, reflecting the ordinance of the of the governments and hygiene standards, the limited number of people on the show floor, and things like that. Right. And Wherever we will do shows from now on, we will respect the relevant measures for safety and health and safety for all participants, being being at the exhibitors or visitors. You know, I was speaking to to other um, fairground organizers, um, and I know some of them are being used as vaccine centers. Is has this been true at Messel Dusseldorf? No, but actually the. Um, the, city, the official city's vaccination center is located directly next to our premises oh. in the uh, sports arena. You, re you remember this arena? Oh, I've been there, yes. There are two levels and an area of around 8,000 square meters, roughly. The city has set up the vaccine center for residents of the state capital. And they can they have a capacity of more than 2,400 vaccinations here daily. So we are not um, directly a vaccine center, but it's next door, so to say. So you can you can get your shot and cheer on Fortuna Dusseldorf at the same time? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I know I know your organization is always improving the fairgrounds. Can you tell our listeners what work has been done since we last visited in October 2019 for K Show? 
Well, in the past three years, we have realized one of the uh, most ambitious construction projects in the history of our company. In addition to a new, uh, this new multifunctional hall with conference rooms that you have seen, they were not, they were not 100% ready, but we were able to use them for K. They have been completed and the completely glazed new entrance south with a translucent LED lit canopy and adjacent underground car park was finished. And now, as a result, one of the most state-of-the-art in multifunctional trade fair and event locations has been created on the in the southern part of our exhibition center. And uh, the, this new south entrance has given us a contemporary presence directly on the banks of the River Rhine. It's a powerful architectural icon, and it has taken a lot of effort to run this project and after the completion of this landmark project for Messedustrof we have put other projects for the time being on hold until we have a clearer perspective for the restart of the business in this and the coming years of course. That makes sense. So the air- we are constantly upgrading the fairground whenever possible. <laughs> right, right. So the, the area that you were speaking of, is that the area where most people for K-Show uh, exit their, their buses uh, when they arrive? It's one of the main entrances. Yeah. The north entrance, uh, where the tram station is, where a lot of uh, visitors and exhibitors arrive for K, and the south entrance is the second most, uh, second largest uh, yeah. entrance. There is now facilities that allow more people to register easily and have a very quick go through into the hall and direct access from this hall to to the next halls uh, four and three. So that's a major improvement on the southern mm-hmm. part of our premises. Yeah, yeah, it, it sounds it sounds great. I can't wait to see it. I was curious to get your thoughts about uh, PLAST in India and NPE both canceled for 2021. Curious to know, did this surprise you? What are your thoughts there? Well, actually, the this impact of COVID is massive worldwide, especially for our exhibition industry. And when we learned about the um, cancellation of of, uh, of NPE and and also PLAST, uh, we were very sorry for our colleagues at Plastics and at Armaplast mm. who had to call off their shows a few months before scheduled date. You know, it's a very, very difficult decision for an organizer to take to cancel a show that has, has taken months and years of preparation and investment. Yeah. A lot of work and effort has been invested by the organizer and also by the exhibitors and everybody was looking forward to meeting them. You know, they're very important shows. Mm. And it's just horrible for an organizer to, to put an end uh, to the show. And because of, due to circumstances, you can't, you don't have any influence on it. It's really hard. And we have been through this many times since March 2020 and know how it feels, you know. Yeah. We had to call off more than 50 shows, among those the leading shows for the printing industry, packaging mm. industry, medical industry. And, you know, we've gone through this process. We, we know how hard it is. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So... They, they have your sympathies, it sounds like. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, let's think of happier times. Let's let's talk about K twenty twenty two. It's it's not that far off. I'm sure you feel that in your in your soul. Has a theme emerged for that? I know we've seen Industry four We've seen the circular economy. 
as themes in recent past? What can we expect? Well, you know, we are very happy that K22 is on the market since February 8th. Um, and exhibitor's registration is open until the end of May. And we have a good response so far. And as you know, K Industry always addresses the hot topics and the current challenges of our age and specifically of the industry. And this is why such uh, subjects, as you mentioned, sustainability, resource efficiency, circular economy, and digitalization gathered momentum at K2019. But they will also feature among the hot topics of K22 at both the exhibit stands and also special events. And currently, we were working on more details with our committees. And we are very much looking forward to K22. And we think that October 22 will be the perfect timing for the show because the effects of the global pandemic have also hit many enterprises from the plastics and rubber sector, as well as their customer industries. Therefore, there will be an enormous demand for personal exchange and reorientation on a global scale in the international plastics and rubber industry. And with many shows not happening at the time being, I think this this will be even more important. Indeed. So we're really looking forward to having a good face-to-face K here in Tussertorf next year. Yeah, for sure. And I, for one, uh, pledge to never complain about how long it takes to get from point A to point B at the fairgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> it will be so nice to have a show once again. There'll be no no complaining. I'm sure uh, everyone will feel the same. Hopefully. We do our best. <laughs> make this happen <laughs> <laughs> well well petra the uh, the name of the podcast in the name of the column is what keeps you up at night so i put that question to you petra what keeps you up at night well you know i'm not a very patient person and i i really i i can't wait to to be on a show floor again and to start with our platforms, our communication platforms, again, being in Dusseldorf or in other, other countries. I, I really want to see people face-to-face and meet people and be able to, to organize a platform that serves them, especially for the plastics and rubber industries. I just can't wait. I have to be patient. We all have to be patient, but we are working constantly on, on preparing everything that we are ready whenever whenever it's, it's, we are allowed to organize shows again, that we are ready and that we have the perfect concepts at hand in order to, to really deliver the best possible platforms for our clients. And I hope it's uh, the sooner the better. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I think the pandemic has hopefully taught us all some uh, lessons in patience. It is, a, it is a difficult one that we are still struggling with, though. Yeah, correct. It's very difficult. And it has hit industry very badly but you know um we 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 are seeing a restart in china already in russia now and things will come together and we will be able to have very very successful shows again and i hope in this year and the sooner the better that's right yeah there are some silver linings out there we need to to definitely recognize well petra we are prepared for that yeah Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. It's been a true pleasure speaking with you. I wish you and the whole team at Messel Dusseldorf the best this year. Thank you so much, Brennan. Thanks for having me. And uh, all the best for you. Stay and you and your team. 
stay healthy and safe. And I hope to see you soon again. I look forward to that, Petra. So do I. All the best. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye. My thanks to Petra Kuhlman, Executive Director, Exhibitions at Messel Dusseldorf in Dusseldorf, Germany. For more information on K2022, visit k-online.com. Web producer Aaron Sloan helps produce this podcast. Hattie Shaheda designs our graphics for the website and social media. And the talented Grace Lafferty edited our audio as always. Thank you for listening. For an archive of What Keeps You Up at Night podcasts, visit plasticsnews.com slash audio. I'm Brendan Lafferty, publisher of Plastics News. Stay tuned for a parting message from Plastics News subscriptions. When resin prices fluctuate, when a company acquisition happens, when any news breaks, a paid subscription to Plastics News keeps you informed. Sign up today for a paid subscription to Plastics News. Options include print, digital, even group subscriptions tailored to your business needs. Sign up is easy at plasticsnews.com slash subscribe.